will not believe who we have with us today. His name is Bruce Buckley. He is an instructor of the New York Film Academy, BES board member of Los Angeles section. Also, he has been a computer graphics supervisor in big companies such as DNEG, Walt Disney Animation, and has participated in movies such as Deadpool 2, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them, Prometheus, Fantastic Four, The Incredibles, and many more. So, Bruce, please talk to us about this amazing journey, career, and a few projects that you enjoy being part of. Okay, uh, thank you, Victor and Stephanie for inviting me to this, uh, your podcast. Uh, yeah, I started my career, before I got into CG, I worked for the Canadian government. I was a microfilm specialist. <laughs> uh, I ran a, I ran a wet lab. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, and a photographer. So it's it's kind of a, it seems like it's an odd security path. But it's and and then uh, and I got bored of that in around 87, 88. So I went back to school and I got my uh, a degree in uh, technical illustration with a focus on computer, really crude computer uh, graphics. And then after leaving school, I got hired by Alias Research to be first start out as a consultant, just to go to different companies and understand their needs. And their companies would be like ILM. Eventually, one of my clients, one of our clients, did a lot of work for uh, ESPN, you know, every sports uh, program network. So I went down there. So I, I worked for them for about nine months doing uh, doing graphics. Now it's called motion graphics. Then we just called it flying logos. And then I and so plus and plus some of the stuff I did for ESPN that uh, you know I, I won some awards for. I mean, you won <laughs> awards and you just say that that softly. I mean, what awards did you get? Uh, I won a, a couple tellies. Uh, I was nominated for an Emmy, a local Emmy. I wow. shouldn't talk. I, I can't talk too loud. My wife is sitting next to me, and she's when she worked at NBC. She has five Emmys. I got a call from um, uh, John Burton, who was a hiring manager at the time. He's now VFX supervisor, hiring manager at the time for ILM in Marin County. He called me up at home and said, we've heard about you, we wanted to see your reel. So, you know, of course, I put my whole package together and, you know, FedExed out my reel. Two days later, I get a phone call, which is a phone, I didn't know it was a phone interview. So we're talking and he said, so we wanna hire you, can you start? And this was like early December, 2003. And he said, can you start the day after uh, New Year's 2004. Now, well, that means I have to quit my job. <laughs> it was and, such a short time. <laughs> and you pause. And you pause. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, yeah, I can do that. But again, so I had to I had to quit my job. Wow. On New Year's Eve, uh, 2003, I was on a jet flying west. I started at ILM two and a half days later. I got to be a CG soup. Uh, when Disney hired me, 
the reason they hired me is because I already had all the experience they needed. Oh, and yeah. usually to become a supervisor, you, you have to have experience under your belt. And plus, you know, not only experience, which really helps, but people skills. Number one about being able to direct a whole group of artists or technicians is you have to know how to communicate with them, mm-hmm. talk with them, let them, you know, and 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 be a mentor. So being a professor to young people, how I mean, how do you did you love that, and how do you inspire like from your inspiration? Try to transmit that inspiration to the other people so they can feel confident with you, and that they can ask you whatever they want or they need. Because as an instructor, you have to walk a fine line between being a friend and mm-hmm. being someone and a little bit of a, a you know an authority figure you treat them with respect you look at what they're doing uh, with as being an instructor if because i let most of my students because i'm going to be teaching uh, a character design course i don't give them the character design i let them come up with their own character design that they want to hit and this might be week five or week six of a three-month schedule. So it gives me that amount of time to look at their skill level and then just say, okay, you think you're biting off a little bit more than you can chew? You're like, it's above what I think you are right now. Give yourself something easier. Or you're taking the easy route. Maybe you might want to be a little bit more complex and, and, and task yourself to be a little bit more than what you're doing so that it so that the end of the the day or the end of the class the result you produce is something you're proud of that you'll put on your in your portfolio and send a prospective job so it's a a theme related to if i know how to do it and if i have a good portfolio that'll be it because they will look at it and they might hire me that's what most people most professionals think but Um, listening to you and talking to other people, we know that uh, human relations, the soft skills are pretty important when you are hired, even if it is remote working or you have to, I mean, people might uh, change their location from Latin America to a new country. Human relations and soft skills are pretty important. What's your take on that? Nobody wants the problem child on their team. And, and what I mean by problem child is they don't take instruction well. They could be highly talented, but they don't take instruction well. They have to, they do their own thing. They go off. They don't realize a lot of times, yes, you're putting your skills and your art to doing, making a movie, making a, a film, making, you know, an, you know, an animated short, but it's not you. It's a group of people. And being with that group of people is you have to learn how you have to know how to talk with them, communicate with them, and and know when to dig your heels in to say this is what I think is right. And if you're young, you really don't want to do that too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when you're old, when you're a little older and experienced, you can dig them in a little bit, but still, not. I mean, because you're you're work you're a lot of times we're working on someone else's vision. Yeah. Right. Right. When I was working on The Incredibles with Brad Bird, there was a background artist, concept background artist, who kept doing his own thing. And he'd been in the industry 
since the Don Bluth days in Ireland before, which became, I don't know if you know, several in Bluth in Ireland and then they moved, which ended up becoming Fox Animation. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this was back in the, in the, in the mid to late eighties, mid eighties. Don Bluth separated from Disney and started his own studio. So this guy had all that experience, 15 to 20 animated films, but him and Brad did not get along. And it was, there were no chemistry. Right. And at the end of the day, it was Brad's film. You have to know the chain of command. Exactly. And you and have to know how to do it. Yeah. Right. And, you know, to be able, it's like what they say in the army, in order to lead is you have to know how to be led. We have all these people watching this podcast. Uh, we have uh, more events coming in the future. Um, and we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of professionals and young people wanting to learn or decide to follow their dreams and to make sure they are doing it for not to work for a good cause, but for something that is real, that really exists. So um, we're coming to the end of the podcast. What would be your advice and your final words for all those people? For the last 35 years, when I started on this career, every day is a new learning experience. Every software, every new tool, especially, you know, it's, it's a new learning tool. When you go to school or you start doing something, that's just the first step. Bruce, uh, I really enjoyed talking to you. Um, I'm, re I'm really honored to meet you. I think Stephanie feels the same way. We at NOVA, thank you very much for your time. Okay. For, for being with us and for sending this message to Latin America. So thank you and please keep in touch.